Yeah. Well, and there it goes. Every episode. Welcome in, everybody, to the Craft Beer Republic, the most hydrated nation in all the world. I am Greg. I am being joined by everyone's favorite. What are those things called? Jesus Transformers. Christ. Transformers. <laughs> words, Greg. Words. It. it le- I had it up until I started talking. I was like, "Well, I'll get it back by the time I need to say it." Guess what? I did not. I am being joined by everyone's favorite Transformer, Flexitron. Beep boop beep boop beep boop. Give <laughs> <laughs> me one of those kind of shows. Is it? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Oh, and then sailing the sassy seas is the sassy sailor herself. That was a tongue twister. Erica, how's it going? Good job, Greg. Nice. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank Fabulous. you. Fabulous. So Nailed far, it. so good. I better keep drinking. Roll. Maybe you'll Hi, Erica. Better if I <laughs> hey, everyone. Drink- oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. None yeah, of good that. Good everybody. Uh, thank you all for joining. Thanks for listening. If you're still here, appreciate it. Uh, you can find us across the webs at craftbeerrepublic.com and craftbeerrepublic on the socials. Find Erica at necknosh and necknosh.com. Find Flex at flexmebeer underscores in between. And don't forget, if you're on Tavor, promo code unfiltered. All right. So much to get to. Uh, I've got a beer that I'm very excited to share with you. We've got a birthday in the fam. Got some uh, breweries to complain about. We don't do that often on the show. What? Uh, Who does that? Yeah. Uh, some booze news and drinking so... one right now, Greg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of Flex's favorites. <laughs> Did you have that beer on the show originally? No, I was going to. Like I planned it. Was it. So it, bad it, that it you was, wouldn't. It right? was the first time that I actually had planned ahead to buy a beer for the show, and then I tried it before the show, and I just couldn't go on with it. And it's I, I won't even say the name because I love that brewery, but that beer. <laughs> <laughs> It's worth Rough. watching his face during this episode. Just it is true. I wish you guys could see his face. Yeah. And I, I love you guys too. Sips on I it. love you guys. Too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's talk about something maybe a little more tasty than what Flex is sipping on over there. I was dancing so hard I almost forgot to bring up my notes. I am drinking from Maine Beer Company Lunch IPA. It is 7%, has a 4.18 on Untapped, and a 97 on Beer Advocate. Yowza. They say lunch is a special whale that has been spotted off the Maine coast since 1982. She has what looks like a bite taken out of her fin, which adds to her unique character. We dedicate this beer to her determination and persistence keep on swimming and they say it's our east coast version of a west coast style ipa intense hot flavors and aromas of tropical and citrus fruits and pine dominate this beer a subtle malt sweetness brings the beer into balance you know they are uh, pretty dead on the schnoz is a little light but i pick up that citrus especially lemon and the taste follows it's a very you know for being a seven percenter this thing drinks like a pale or like a hoppy, you know, pop dry hopped pills type. It is so crushable, so clean, and so light. 
Uh, you guys can even see a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's a fairly see-through beer, yeah, that's light a, that's in color. That's a great color to it. But I, I love when those seven percenters drink like that, though. Yeah, my wife doesn't like when the sneaky. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, right. Here <laughs> that's we go. You're talking to. <laughs> right. Hey, oh, you can keep do, that huh? to yourself, Greg. Yeah, yeah you right? keep that to Seriously, yourself. Seriously, <laughs> dude. How dare you? How dare you? So, anyways, <laughs> this is uh, only the second beer I've ever had from Maine Beer Company, but. Um, Whenever they make their way out here to the West Coast, I'm always excited. I always pick them up because uh, I've heard great things, and, and the two I've had are delicious. So cheers to Maine Beer. This is really, really good. Yeah, that one sounds great for sure. Mm-hmm. And look at this. I haven't seen one of these in a while. It's a bottle. Oh, oh wow. Sam. A what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't That's get me wrong. exciting. Yeah. Fancy. Don't get me wrong. I love cans because they're easier to transport, take with you. They last I love, longer. love cans. Knew that was coming. <laughs> but uh, every now and then I get excited for, for just an old school bottle of IPA. You know, it's kind of, reminds me of like drinking a Pliny or something like that. I would say it's so Russian. Classy over them. AF. Yeah. All, all class, no sass. That's right. Wait, you trying to kick me out of oh, here? Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. No, just the beer. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. Before we find out what Eric is drinking, a couple things to talk about. First of all, uh, happy birthday in like three days to our best beer friend forever, Coley. Happy bow, birthday, Coley. Okay. It's so bad. <laughs> to my best beer buddy, I have to send something. It is, I am a fellow turkey caller. So. <laughs> <laughs> I heard her I heard her say that on an episode and I was like, this is why we instantly connected. I am the family turkey caller, and so is Coley. So happy birthday, my turkey lurkey friend. Oh <laughs> that's not the sweetest thing I've ever oh heard. Goodness. I mean, I, I got a tear going over here. I know. This works out so perfectly. You know, uh her turkey calling skills really came into to you know being when we were up in Paso. Robles oh, going okay. to the lake up there. And here in June, we're all going to be up in Paso together. Oh. I cannot wait for all the turkey calling that will be had at the Firestone Walker Invitational. It's going to be so foul. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm laughing. Calling. I really am. Right. <laughs> Drink your you can't hear or see it. cotton candy BS over there. <laughs> His sweet I'm... ass cotton candy beer. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't Shut give away off. what it is. It's fine. Nope. Uh, what else? Oh, Flex and I have some beef to get off our shoulders. I'm not going to say the name of the brewery, but about a, two months ago, we were contacted by a PR firm. Oh, my gosh. For a brewery. Here's the thing. I what? have been contacted by a couple of PR firms for breweries, and in general, they've always been um, more than willing. Well, they've always been new. The PR firm has always been like new, not established, which fine. Everyone's got to get their start somewhere. Uh, They also don't tend to specialize in beer, which, hey, look, that'd be a very specific thing. I get it. But um, yeah, this this was a, a process. So we got contacted by a PR firm to do an interview for a brewery that's on the opposite. Well, I guess not opposite side for Flex, but over on the Easty Coast. I'm a middleman. You're the, <laughs> that's right. You are. And, uh, you know, they, they contacted us. I'd never heard of him before. I said, Hey, we'd like to uh, have our brewer on the show with you guys. Maybe he could send over some samples, this and that, have him on the show. And I said, that would be fantastic. One of the things that a rule I've instituted on the show is I will no longer do interviews with breweries that I haven't tried their beer. And that is because I've been burnt a couple of times by that. Oh, and then cool. I get lots of shit on social media for it. So 
Um, no more of that. So I said, yeah, absolutely. Why don't you send over some samples? We'll try them. I said, look, even send over two of each of what you're going to send. That way we can have samples now. And then if everything works out, we can have those same beers on the show itself. And you don't have to ship twice and blow it. It, it was working out. And then uh, they said, all right, let's, let's work on some dates. I said, you know, here's our days that are generally good. And then we kind of left it to, you know, let's, let's see how things go. And we'll talk once we get the beers out to you. Well, the beers never came. And then a month later, I was like, hey, I'm just checking back in to see if you guys want to do this interview or not to us. And I, <laughs> so I responded, I was like, yeah, I mean, we're still open. Uh, here's some dates and here's some, some possibilities that we could do it. You know, let us know what you think. To, and those dates were, I gave them a couple of weekend options. Here's, here's the thing. Flex and I have real jobs. The, the show, is, as rich as we may seem from the show, does not pay the bills. <laughs> and so I, I gave them a couple of weekend options. I also gave well, them a couple the thing of is, Mondays. I, I work every weekend, too. So even doing a it's weekend true, yeah. for me is, you know, I work and then I would have to, you know, come home, take care of my kids and then do the show. Right, exactly. And I, and I gave them a couple of Mondays. We generally record on Monday. So I gave them a couple of Mondays where we weren't necessarily recording. Uh, to to which I got back. Uh, he the brewer won't do weekends and won't do after what would be I think seven o'clock their time. I think I said or eight o'clock. I think I said six o'clock West Coast time. And I was like, all right, you contacted us. You wanted to be on the show. We didn't reach out to you. I just said, I actually said, look, if he's unwilling to spend an hour with us on a weekend or slightly later evening than he's expecting then we're just going to have to move on. Yeah, because that's all it takes, really. Right yeah. Now. It's an hour. It's it's a fucking hour. And you wanted to be on this show. Right. Look, wow. I'm not trying to discourage anybody from reaching out. We love supporting craft and small breweries, no matter where they are. Um, but when you want to be on this show and then you're unwilling to, you know, schedule a little time on a weekend or yeah, like, a like you all, all of a sudden turn into Brad Pitt or something like that. Like, right. Hmm your people to call our people and you know this doesn't work for us so we're, yeah. we're gonna have to set something back up no no are you sure that pr person wasn't like the guy who like mops the floor up after the you know brewing's finished like i mean how legit <laughs> Just found, is this? found out the password to the social media right, right. Yeah, like, not even a pr person like, yeah, right. you might be right i mean she was not super professional oh okay I mean, we left it as like left Maybe. it at like we'll send you some beers and let's set up a time and then beers never came and it was like are you guys still want to do the brewery or the, the interview like yeah you were gonna send us some beers Weird. um so like look we've had this happen a couple of times where, where breweries on the east coast or just outside of where we are reach out to us they want to be on the show and it's worked out brilliantly we've never had an issue with it it's yeah. here's some beers that are on their way i mean we've had some fedex issues before but overall yeah. we've goddamn not- fedex <laughs> but overall it's it's you know between us and the brewery it's, it's worked out and a couple of times i've uh just stopped responding to the PR firm and only worked with the brewer because the PR firms are usually such pains in the asses to work with. Yeah. I mean, that's sounds like the right thing to do, but it's not even like a, we require all these things. They just, they don't respond and then they want this. So I find if I just reach out to the brewer directly, like, yeah, this is no problem. Not worth it. Beer will be there on this day. We'll do the interview and so much easier, but this was, I never had access to the brewer. She was the, the middleman as, as flexes. And, uh, it was so silly and so dumb. And, I just couldn't not. I won't mention their their brewery name, but I just couldn't not complain. That's so silly. You want to be on the show? You got to bend a little too. We were willing to take a you know to take a chance and have. Well, yeah, like we're knows, taking we're be, taking an hour out of our days. They're you know yeah. same you know it's same thing same thing. Yeah. So anyways, 
That's my wow. my grievance for the day. Now you got to get the drop from. You gotta want fest. it. You gotta. Goddamn bro, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think the commercial you sent us uh, last week is much more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, anyways, I'll I'll digress unless Flex, you have anything to add to it. Nah, just uh, you know, seems like people getting on their high horse and yeah. You know, like you said, they reached out to us, and why should we have to jump through hoops for them? It yeah. just I mean, doesn't make sense. We tried. We gave them multiple days for interview options. <sighs> Awkward. Yeah. Chirp. Yeah. Anyways. Leave the room. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> have you guys heard of cold IPAs? I have. Huh? I've had some, some cold, sour cold IPAs. Oh. Erica, you? No, I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest with All you. Right. They're, they're just fermented in colder temperatures, correct? Well, they use a lager yeast, so yeah, yeah, then yeah. they're fermented cold. And I, I never heard this. Be- like, I've had IPLs before, but apparently there's this thing moving around where, like, cold IPAs are, like, the next move. I mean, I feel like it's going to be, like, a brewed IPA. It's not going to last super long. But then again, it, it sounds way better. If I've had IPLs, and IPLs are delicious. So if it's like that, then, you know, I'm beer for it. But... Uh, I've recently come across some articles about like how cold IPAs are blowing up and it's the next IPA style and this and that. And like Flex said, it's a uh, lager yeast, so it has to be fermented cold and everything else is pretty IPA yeah. ingredient wise. Well, I think I had one on the show. It was like, uh, the smashing yuzu or something from Eagle Park. Oh. It was supposed to be oh, like Oh, was a that new... a cold IPA? Yeah. It was like a sour cold IPA series they were doing and they, they came out with two of them and then it seemed to come to an ab- abrupt halt. Mm. So I don't know if people just weren't into it yet and, uh, you know, sales weren't crazy and interest wasn't crazy on it, but I've been seeing a lot of like winter IPAs now and I don't know, oh. if, like winter hazy IPAs coming around Interesting. and, uh, I don't know if that's like if they're cold IPAs or, or what's going on, but, uh, actually I just went to a birthday party a couple weeks ago. And opened up the cooler at the party, and sure shit, there was some winter hazy IPAs, and I really didn't care to read up on the can because I just wanted <laughs> to drink beer by that time. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna price. I'm gonna I'm have to you. look into it and research <laughs> it and figure it out. Yeah. Well, if anybody knows of any like easy to find kind of like nationally distributed ones, please let us know. I want to get my hands on some cold I. I mean, I've had IPLs. Like I said, I want to get my hands on some cold IPAs then, kind of <laughs> see what that's about. So, anyways, nerd shit. Just some nerd shit to take care of. Um, Important. Important. <laughs> I don't know. Before, before we find out what Erica's drinking, uh, ludicrous libation laws in Idaho. Yeah, you are. Uh, infused alcohol. <laughs> you know. Infused alcohol. Oh. So alcohol is where they've infused herbs, fruits, whatever, are apparently illegal. So is that like hmm. vodka with like, no, that wouldn't work. Fruit? I was thinking like Bloody Mary vodkas. Maybe. Like oh, infused fruit. Normally, yeah, I don't right? know about that. But like at a bar, like the the bar can't, you know, put vodka in a container with some strawberries and let it sit for a day and make the. Well, own. yeah. So I'm like, you know, like those vodkas that have like the celery. They're infused with like celery and jalapenos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or Bloody Marys. Could could they not do that? It's interesting. Um, I think that if it comes from the manufacturer that way, they can. So how many bars do this by themselves? Yeah. I don't. I, a lot of uh, specialty cocktail bars out here, at least, will will make their own infusions and okay that kind of. I, stuff. I guess you know, I I don't get out much, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, like your local dive, I don't think is doing this. But hey, uh, hey, you yeah. stay off my local dive. 
I mean, they might. They have great prices. <laughs> they might infuse a, a roll of used toilet paper and a <laughs> bottle of Absolute or something like that. But that's a different story. Store brand vodka. Nice. It's a different right. story and a half. Jeez. Yeah. Anywho. All right. So now you know somebody listening is going to infuse some vodka with toilet paper and let us know what it's like. <laughs> Please do. Mm-hmm. We're, we're curious. Fiber, we're curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let us know the results let benefits. us know what cocktails you made with right. that, or with that. Yeah. Yeah. clean toilet paper by the way please. right oh well, no need to rules differentiate now? no is that too much <laughs> that was goes without saying flex yeah let people live their lives flex come on yeah come on uh all right let's say we make ourselves a call to the pen find out what erica's drinking the bullpen for beer hey i have hen house ipa which they call Ooh. an incredible pale ale it's got a oh, cool hen on it i like I, that a lot yeah i like it's, that. uh i was inspired since we have a chicken coop and i am now a semi-farmer apparently so mm. it is a 6.9 abv 40 ibus 3.9 on untapped you had me at 6.9 6.9? waiting for that. Oh, I totally missed it. I can always count on you, Flexi. All right, Greg so. knows me so well. <laughs> I was waiting for a comment. Yeah, so this is going to be a banger, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's got a little bit of a haze to it, but it's, you know, supposed to be a good uh, Westie. Um, it had some really sexy lacing, but it's been sitting here for, it was doily. I mean, that's how hot the lacing mm. was. It was very lacy i'm sweating over here (laughs) i know i'm trying to work flex up but the 6.9 is way ahead of me Um, no i've got a yapper flapper let me dive in i don't have a tongue jobber but got my (laughs) instrument here flapper (laughs) oh touche that's so a story of you it's so it is um gotta put those flaps up it's always raining um so it's very piney and um you know super hop forward very piney but it dissipates quickly as um and then it's pretty clean so no lingering doesn't really linger too much which is you know a little bit surprising for yeah, west coast ipa it's not it's not harsh it's really strong at first but it kind of just fades quickly um little bit of malt on the end uh maybe a caramely oh i didn't do the description on untapped you all excited for this no, you're uh, bring it in at the end <laughs> We got some hen house. It's I I am a turkey girl. I am not a chicken gal. So sorry everyone for that. Um as far as my impersonations go. I think you did great. Nailed it. <laughs> um it was all for Coley though, the turkey. Okay. Hen house IPA is the sun at the center of our hoppy beer solar system and its gravity keeps everything else rotating nicely. Making this beer year round allows us to travel to hop farms every harvest and select the lots of those key hops that meet our exacting standards for maximum deliciousness. Built around five of our most favoritest hops. Yes, this is very stone, you guys. I'm still going. (laughs) Cascade, Simcoe, Mosaic, Belma, and Hallertau. All of our hoppy beer flows through what this beer has allowed us to do. It's our keystone, and it's always hella fresh. I would say it is definitely fresh. It's clean. I dig it. And nothing screams NorCal like saying hella. Two things. Okay. Belma hop, super underrated. Mm-hmm. 
I've might never be the most underrated hop in the game. And two, is the beer incredible? <sighs> incredible? Like the incredible IPA, right? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> solid. SPA is what I would say. It's solid. <laughs> solid. Uh, it's solid. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, it's yeah, solid. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a good coop cleaning beer. So next nice. time I clean the chicken coop, I'll be scraping Have up. you some hen house incredible. That's right. Yep, and I'll have some solid pale. Hell yeah. I do like me some hen house. You know, about a year ago, I, I first learned about hen house. In fact, they're, they're, I think it was their marketing guy hit me up. and was like, hey, you want to do uh, Instagram live with me? I was like, sure. What the hell? Oh, so, cool. Yeah, we we got on there for like an hour. He sent me a couple of beers and we got on there for like an hour and, and talked beer and hen house and the podcast and all kinds of, it was a lot of, he was a cool guy. He was a lot of fun. He was a lot of energy. So, uh, Oh, cool. Out of Santa Rosa. Yeah, exactly. It's a good time. Yeah. A lot of Santa Rosa beer. Excellent. I think my beer last week from Santa Rosa. Also. Yeah, it was Santa Rosa. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Well, ben, and there oh. it goes. Every episode. <laughs> every, I was just going to say that. Every episode. <laughs> it's my trademark. And Greg uh, said I'm not sloppy. I'm pretty sure he said that last time. Yeah. Sorry. I was just being nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's first for everything, Greg. First for everything. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we had Zach on the show a few weeks back, and among other things, we talked about how shitty Indiana is and all their. What weird... a fun guy, by the way. He's great. He just he's, he's, that he's a, a mushroom. He's a fun guy. Oh wait a minute. God. Are we back at Indiana? We Shall are. I call you Indiana Jones. Oh, there it is. <laughs> we just got sued. Um, so. I don't know if they the the fine people of Indiana have been listening to the show or, or what, but uh, apparently there is now a bill proposed in Indiana that, if approved, would expand the sale of cold beer. Hell yeah! <laughs> if we nice. if you recall, we're finally we, doing something good, right? You're welcome, it's Indiana. Amazing breakthrough you, for Indiana. Yes, dude. Not are only welcome. are they going to roll out the red carpet in Finland. <laughs> but they're gonna start rolling out the red carpet in Indiana for yeah, the wow. CBR, and I'm I'm beer for it. We have finally Amazing. made it, taking over one of fifty states and one of the smallest countries in the world. We are hey, doing good. That's more <laughs> than a lot of other people can say. That's true. That is true. So uh, I hope we had some little part in that role, and uh, assuming we did, you're welcome, Indiana. Yeah, I'm gonna take one hundred percent credit for it. I think, yeah. I really am. Between us and like having Zach on the show kind of brought some light to the issues there. He told me he had quite a people, quite a bit of people asking him about the show Mm. um, when he recorded. So they were waiting for it to drop. So, I mean, I'm seriously going to take full credit for this. Yep. It's all us. That is. Craft Beer Public is saving the state of Indiana single handedly. Yeah. One cold beer. In your presence. I'm just, wow. Now we just got to get rid of the $18 Hot Pockets. (laughs) <laughs> love that what a sham love that oh what a shit he did send me the link to that article that was uh that was hilarious um according to an auction site we talked about last week that the green flash brewery the physical brewery and equipment and everything was up for sale according to that same website i checked it before we went on the air uh the brewery has been purchased it didn't say by who or by how much it just it now says sold across the top of the page nice. well that's exciting hopefully okay. it's somebody good for you guys hopefully exciting. For California, yeah. hopefully a lot it's of good like, beer there. Yeah, you know, Ballast Point. Ballast, or... I was just gonna say, <laughs> it's it's strictly Sculpin only. You know, so it's it's a watermelon facility. Sculpin production. Uh, I was just talking to somebody about beer the other day, and they said something about Ballast Point. Oh, because we were talking about the Bell's purchase of mm. Bell's Brewing. Yeah, 
I was like, you know, so technically they're not considered craft. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, people say that about Ballast Point, but, you know, Ballast Point. And I'm, I immediately just, like, muted him out. I'm just like, <laughs> mm, Ballast Point. <laughs> no. You're like, talk to Greg about Ballast Point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce you to somebody who knows. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess he was not from California. Not from California. Mm. That is a very good guess. Shocking. Yeah. Um, all right. NBA star Marcus Camby has partnered with White Lion Brewing to come out with the Marcus Camby Any IPA. What a creative. We we thought the wow. fucking football beer was not creative. Six. <laughs> this is, it's his fucking eight. name. It was eight, Greg. It eight. was eight. Sorry. <laughs> oh, this is just his name. Marcus Camby New England IPA. Unreal. Couldn't have, couldn't have called it like Swish or Three Pointer or anything but Marcus Camby. You know, to touch back on this eight beer, I was just having a conversation with somebody uh, during the playoffs, right? The NFL playoffs about right. how horrible of a commentator Troy Aikman is <laughs> and how boring he is. And I was like, oh, you want to hear how boring Troy Aikman is? He's coming out with a beer and it's called Eight. <laughs> That was basically the end of the conversation. Right. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. Well, it's like a mic drop. Just the digit or is it spelling? Like E-I-G? Just because like, he was number eight. That's it. It's just eight. So his beer is Number eight, eight on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At least Racer 5 has a racer. It, it, won't, it, won't, be, it won't be good, yeah. No. Oh, Racer. Yeah, exactly. At least <laughs> Racer 5. That that adds some interest to it. Right. Well, congratulations, Marcus Camby. I'm going to come out with a Greg Jones beer. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. I I hear a rumor that it, you might. Well, well, we'll we'll see. Fingers crossed if everything works out. <laughs> It'll uh, get you drunk on one sip, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, you need a better uh, slogan. Yeah, something. Yeah, I'll work on that. Flex, you gotta sing the the catchphrase for me. Barbecues <laughs> and views. <laughs> <laughs> that was an off air conversation. Get the bruise part. Come on, bring in the next line. It's the best part. We gotta savor the flavor. Okay. True. A little bit at a time. Make this cotton okay. candy beer. Savor yeah, the, yeah. the flavor. Savor yeah, that sweet. We know that's flavor. not happening. But the beer looks like it's changing colors. It looks it like does. a different color. Did you switch beers because you just could not no, handle I didn't. it? No, I didn't. It's the bottom of it. Why? I swear so it was orange. lighter when you started. It was. Yeah. I just, honestly, I poured out like a bunch of sludge and it turned Oh, out. did you just pour the bottom of the can? Yeah. Oh, but okay. This okay. never happened to me the the first time around. I thought you had like a mood beer. It just changed the color. Right. Based That's on your kind mood. of what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> COVID is surging across the country right now, but there's good news. A certain booze will protect you from catching COVID. Listen up, uh, everybody. Bourbon? <laughs> no, actually, that's <laughs> that one does the opposite. Uh, conducted yeah. by researchers from, oh, God. Shenzhen Kenning Hospital and that's Southwest exactly, Hospital. That's exactly what it's right. called. Uh, yeah, nailed yeah. it. Perfect. Uh, and Southwest Hospital. They analyzed 473, 957 subjects from uh, the UK Biobank to investigate the association between alcohol consumption with COVID-19 risk and mortality. Results revealed that the high consumption of... Any guesses? Did you say shing zing I'm just clarifying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. Wasaki? No. I, I, I feel like the least enjoyed spirit is gin, so I'll say gin. I, I'm with you on the gin thing, but uh, you are not correct. That the high consumption of red wine, white wine, champagne... And a low intake of fortified wine 
had protective effects against COVID-19. It was also revealed that white wine and champagne drinkers who consumed between one to four glasses per week had a seven That's to it? eight <laughs> had a seven to eight percent lower risk for COVID-19 compared to non-drinkers. Their protective effect was not significant when they consumed five or more glasses per week. But no one's saying not to. For beer and cider drinkers, here's the bad news, Uh had 7 to 28% higher risks of getting COVID-19, regardless of the amount they consumed compared to non-drinkers. See, and I don't believe that, because it took me almost two years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, as a beer drinker, I had it before anybody else did, so... uh, uh. That doesn't bode well. But you, you use that wine, the one to four glasses of wine a week. I'm thinking like two times seven minimum, so fourteen to twenty eight is what I would think. That's as good as being vaccinated, right? Yeah. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> I'm joking. Nobody, don't listen to me. That's <laughs> please don't listen to me. Uh, and then finally, oh. spirit. <laughs> say wine salesmen are just cheering for you right now, <laughs> right? Napa's calling. <laughs> Uh, and spirit drinkers also had a higher risk of COVID-19 the more they consumed. So apparently it's all about the wine if you want to wow. protect yourself from the Rona. Okay, so beer's the middleman. I'll take it. <laughs> no, no, beer gave you a higher percentage right, of getting right. COVID. Well, no, I thought you said the spirits was higher. Was also higher. It, beer oh, and oh, spirits. Oh, 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 yes. wow. oh. So Basically, if you're going to get hammered and you want to be protected, wine's the safe bet. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Though. I'm doomed. Yeah. 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 It's going to happen. Yeah. Just going to be risky over here and drink this oh, beer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I swam in it this weekend, too. I mean, I just know. <laughs> this is the last Jeez, you guys are I don't hear even want to know what you <laughs> did this weekend. <laughs> wow. It was the dirtiest day I yeah, felt like I've had. <laughs> so it was worse. It was a trampoline park, you guys. Oh. So gross. I just, yeah, needed to bathe afterwards. Cesspool. I'm pretty sure you will not be seeing me for a few weeks. So this is my last. This is my goodbye. This Oof. is it. I don't know Man. if it get any worse than that. Oh, it was so nasty. And then it's like sanitizers everywhere, right? The stations, they were all empty. So what do you do? I mean, it's just, it was just freaking gross. Just, Did they have like a sanitizer shower you could step into? <laughs> I wish. I wish. With the pole was, chain. <laughs> <laughs> my poor kids, yeah. <laughs> Hazmat situation. Oh man, I know we're all going down this. I mean, we're Oof. all vaccinated, but still, it's this is it's happening. At least we're gonna live. That's all I know. It's just yeah, gross. Though I, I imagine that's where the new variants come from. Is the trampoline park? It's gotta be. <laughs> it was like well, that's how they jump from one person to the next. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I imagine that's where the Flexitron variant will come from as a trampoline right? park. Right, they'll be like, "Jeez, that would be something." I would have parties. to change my name. You would, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's yeah. yeah I haven't been to know. a trampoline. Here's the thing: like, as somebody with no kids, I I still enjoy trampoline parks. They're Whoa. so much fun. But, oh, they're uh, great. Not during Rona. They're not. That sounds like no. a fucking petri dish. Oh, they're just I... free for alls. Yeah. The kids just went to a birthday party like a month or two ago. Yeah. And my wife like came back just like shaking it's like she you know she was just like traumatized like she's like i'm never going back there that's exactly what it was there's so many people and it was was a control and everybody was everywhere i'm just like calm down calm down i'll get a cold rig do you need some water right it is a little bit traumatizing everything's gonna be okay (laughs) uh did your wife drink 
gross. My life? Yeah. Um, no, mine. She. <laughs> hey, it's 2022. It is. It no is. Sheesh. You know. You know. Um, no, I, I mean, my wife drinks, uh, like, you know, occasions, no, birthday okay. parties, holidays. Um, but no. I, Not like her husband. After trampoline parks. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Greg, you're Let's making me seem to be like an alcoholic. No, you're not an alcoholic. They go to meetings. You're just a drunk. <sighs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <Yes>. Nailed it. <laughs> Every time. I feel uh, so much better about myself now. Yeah, you should. You should. Some bad news in the beer world. Aluminum shortages are going to start affecting beer prices, and apparently this will last for several years. Ugh. Time to go back to bottles. Yeah, that fancy yeah, bottle. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we'll end with this one. A tenant awakes to find drunk landlords snoring in bed beside him. Oh, jeez. I hope he got to deduct that from his rent that day. I mean, at least. You imagine a guy waking up. You will tell nobody. Right? <laughs> if only he woke up. Uh, over the holidays, a man, a man woke up to find his landlord in bed beside him, having entered the apartment with a master key. He says, there's a connecting door that locks, but my landlord has the key. He must have unlocked it thinking it was his part of the house. I woke up to find him lying next to me, passed out and snoring. I tried to wake him up, but he was just out. The tenant says the homeowner is always intoxicated, which has led to multiple con confrontations over the past year. Just full disclosure, I don't rent out houses to anybody. Uh, the landlord has started arguments <laughs> over trivial, trivial issues when drunk. The tenant told reporters and has made unfounded accusations about such things as not paying rent. He says, I have to walk on eggshells all the time because he drinks constantly. The night in question, the landlord apparently came home from a night of drinking. As the tenant tried to wake him, he says, I'm shaking him and thinking, I've got to get out of here. But why should I have to disrupt my life because he has a booze problem? Which makes me think that the tenant needs a booze problem. The landlord <laughs> apologized the next morning, promising to cut back on his drinking. And as a goodwill gesture, he declined the January rent. But the tenant nonetheless continues to worry about more incidents happening because of drunkenness. Uh, British Columbia's Residential Tenancy Act stipulates that landlords must provide quiet enjoyment to all tenants and cannot enter a unit without 30 days notice. And then only on reasonable grounds none of which were complied with on the night of the alleged sleepover. Could you imagine writing your tenant like a, a letter like, I may or may not come into your house drunk in 30 days and pass out on your bed. And then everything is totally fine because it's been written out. If he was smart, he'd just send one every day. Every day, yeah. For 30 days <laughs> advance. So like give him like a... Like a 60-day window. Like, right. I'm going to send this letter out 30 days in a row. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Snuggle buddy contract. Yeah. It's right. Obviously, he likes to party. Just give the guy a bed. Yeah. Come that's on. all he needs. Let him sleep it off. That's all Some people need. would tolerate it for a reduced rent. I mean, you got to know your boundaries, but that might be the right person for it. As long as he's not copping a feel, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, but hey, reduce rent. Yeah. Right. Bring it on. Yeah. Feel or not? Yeah. Anyways, well, that's everything. So I'm going to hit some music. I'm going to say hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. 
<laughs> I was waiting to see. It was almost going to be creepy, wasn't it? Hi, Vanessa. He can't be, cre- can't be creepy two shows in a row. Mm, yeah, no. he teased the creepiness. He did. Uh, find us Pause. on the interwebs at crappyrepublic.com and on the socials, Crappy Republic. Find Erica at necknosh and necknosh.com. And find Flex on the gram at flexmeabeer underscores in between. Oh, and 805-538-BEER. That's the number to call. Leave us a drunk voicemail, please, and thank you. That is everything. I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.